0: Welcome into Chocolate Swordfish, new every Friday, starring Kyle Newtzman, Kenneth Marsubian, Brandon Reed, and David Girard. Now streaming on seven apps. Join us. And I, I see it. it's four twenty.
1: Four twenty. Yeah. All right. Ready? Three, <laughs> two, one. Welcome to Chocolate Swordfish, the only podcast playing competitive Sims Battle Royale, starring me, Daddy Kyle.
2: Me,
0: Pusquee-Squee-Kenny.
2: Me, David, or is it Gerard? Nobody really knows. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I guess this week we are talking about a few different things. Uh, Kyle, what was the thing that you wanted to talk about the most this week?
1: Oh, well, me and Kenny have a few recommendations at the beginning here for a Flower and the Cleanse.
2: Ooh, let me hear about that one. Why should I watch it? Why is it important?
1: <sighs> Kenny, which one should we start out with first? Should we start out with the Cleanse? No Mama? Yeah. Yeah, let's start out. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> no mama. yeah let's start with no. the Cleanse. Uh, <laughs> no Mama.
0: Just because that's a less serious, more I don't know, more entertaining for the fact of just like laughs. I feel like if that's what you're going for oh, go yeah. for that.
1: Me and Kenny but. watched it together over PS. All uh, right, is uh, it like is it like intentionally funny or is it like one of those? Oh God, this was funny. No, it's definitely in the genre of horror comedy, so it, would, it was really meant to be funny and kind of. Okay, like I love an, myself
2: a good horror comedy.
1: It was kind of more in like an awkward way though, and just like, why are these people doing this? Yeah, because like the whole premise of the movie is they basically. It's a bunch of people who are like lost in life, and over like pretty small stuff, like losing a job, blah blah blah. You know, the, and, uh, the normal, the normal, yeah, the normal, like little things, nothing like. Super in, case serious. The yeah, serious.
2: in case of the twenty-year-old, yeah, in case of the twenties,
1: pretty much, dude. And uh, they basically go on this retreat where they do something called dun 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 the cleanse. And it really sounds like
2: an anima camp. Are you setting me up <laughs> for like reverse centipede? <laughs> <Where is
1: this? laughs> no, dude, basically they have to fast for I think how many days was it, Kenny? I think it was uh, I, I think, think it, 30 it, days or yeah, something, like it's that. something crazy like it. that. But they have to fast and just basically do this
2: juice cleanse and drink. I'm, some I'm already out, out of this cult, you had me at 30 days. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Thirty minutes, yeah. maybe thirty days of no food. Go fuck yourself yes, to cleanse.
1: But do you want a Swede turd baby? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: exactly. That's where it gets interesting.
2: <laughs> turd babies. You yes. have my interest. Now you
1: have my attention. All right. Well, spoilers ahead for anyone that wants to watch it or didn't. I don't know. In the future, me and Kenny are going to start live streaming our. uh little movie nights and we'll post what we're watching so you guys can start with us and watch with us blah 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 but now for the spoilers basically after you do this juice cleanse you start feeling extremely sick which in return you start throwing up and shitting all over the place and what comes out of you is like this little fucking maggot looking thing. I mean, it's pretty large actually. Like, it's probably the size of a cucumber, and, but extra fat. Oh, God! <laughs> and, yeah. and, Looks like a slug and, fucking dude, turd. Oh pretty much. God, like. This thing looked like a freaking tapeworm that was a slug, but like a Pokemon at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and had the face of the baby from the <laughs> 90s hit sitcom dinosaurs. <laughs> 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 bro, this thing looks up and instantly. For you, thinking, are you for me, bro. This thing looks up and me and Kenny are laughing our asses off, and all of a sudden I start screaming, "No, nah, mama! <laughs> not the mama! Yes, not, not the mama! The mama. <laughs> oh my god, dude, we were fucking dying, bro!" But if basically... pants. <laughs> But basically, what this thing's supposed to be, it's supposed to be like all the negativity in your body taking into like life form.
2: So it's a manifestation of shittiness, literally.
1: <laughs> literally,
2: yes. Pretty much, yeah.
1: Yes, yes. But what you find that out is later. Solid
2: in- writing, right there. And I mean, like, what's. Which- writing, not number two writing. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, dude, what you find out later, too, is, like, if you don't finish the cleanse, like, if you find you can't, you'll pretty much die, because you won't be able to release, or what did they call it? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, you won't They release. had, like, a special word for it, like, oh, fuck, escape or some shit, I don't know, I can't remember. But they had, like, some special step for it, and it's basically where you have your turd baby. <laughs> But, you know,
0: I want to know if thing. they either,
1: like, if do they all throw them up
0: or do they some shit them out? Because I swear that kid shitted his
1: out. Dude, I don't know. He was he kept talking about shitting specifically over throwing them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if it had something to do with him drinking the beers? <laughs> well, <laughs> well, yeah, because he was drinking alcohol the whole time. Yeah, apparently he was like an alcoholic and he brought his cute Asian girlfriend with them who was definitely not down for the way he acted. <laughs> Me and Kenny were laughing about it because it was, like, the only non-white person there couldn't finish the juice cleanse. And I was looking at it, and I was like, you know what? This is some real white people stuff, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what the crap? Uh, all no. right, so. But what all was- in
1: all, in the end, like, it, I mean, if you're not looking to actually get scared and you're just more, like, looking for a. Uh, I don't know, like something to screw with your mind a little bit. This would definitely be a movie for you.
2: It sounds funny as shit. I want to watch Evil Goo, baby, come out of the back of people.
1: <laughs> and just scream, not the mama, like, yeah. <laughs>
2: Correct, exactly. <laughs> and and then, the next uh, one was yeah. called Flower?
1: Yeah, I was going to yeah, say, the next, let's yeah. segue into Flower real quick, which is basically like a lighter form of hard candy, I would put it it's like wow
2: (laughs) (laughs) that is saying something if you haven't seen hard candy well i mean that is a statement folks
1: i was gonna say like in the sense of like it's basically an underage girl that's 17 that's trying to like trap sexual predators in the but i mean like in the form that she actually blows them and then she has her friends roll up and take a bunch of pictures and all in all, it's an end to benefit her because she uses it as blackmail to
2: make some money, you know. <laughs> so what you're telling me is she's extorting perverts. That's that's the uh, guys in this movie. You know
1: what? Really doing God's work,
2: okay? <laughs> <laughs> Criminal does things to criminals. Yes. <laughs> okay, got it. I love it so far. But, like, so does she Star Like, time- end up blow popping the wrong dude? The, like, serial killer-y
1: kamikaze motherfucker? This is where it gets interesting. It's a little bit... I would say, like, it's really a little bit of every genre, which really makes it, like, a in good indie film. Because, you know... Sorry, I fucking burp, but, you know, good indie films always... Uh, they always kind of span multiple feelings, multiple genres. They'll have some action scenes in them, some romantic scenes in them, some real drama, a lot of comedy sporadically put out.
2: Ooh, did we have romance in the blowjob blackmail <laughs> movie? <laughs> we definitely do,
1: and it's enough to make a tough man's heart melt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Weirdly, I found myself mesmerized
0: with the girl too. Like the actress was really good in the oh, movie. Oh yeah,
1: oh yeah. Zoe mm-hmm. Dewish or some something like, like that. Dutch or something. D E U T C H. Yeah. But oh my gosh, yeah. she be great in it.
2: But uh, basically,
1: it starts out like that, and it starts out with, like, her mom has a kind of new boyfriend in the sense of, like, they've been dating for, you know, several months, and he's a real good guy, actually played by Tim, from Tim and Eric, which is is probably the first thing I've ever seen him in that I didn't hate. (sighs) (laughs) That
2: is a bold statement, my friend. If I watch this tonight, (laughs) do not hate him. I'm going to be nearly disappointed.
1: basically, like, it starts out with him getting his son out of rehab because his son had a serious pill-popping addiction. It's, like, uh, it's kind of funny because, like, the first scene they get him and whatever, they go out to a restaurant. He, I guess, has, like, extreme anxiety, obviously, as most, like, ex-addicts would have right away. And uh, he like runs out the restaurant, and the first thing the girl asks him is like, "Hey, yo, you want a blowjob? It'll make you feel better." <laughs> yeah,
0: and he freaks out <laughs> and turns her down. and was like, "No, that's disgusting."
1: Yeah, dude. But all in all, just to give a make this streamlined a little bit to give a quick rundown, that you basically. Find out real quickly, like, this is just all straight up in the first, like, 30 minutes of the movie. You find out he was molested as a child by a dude that he ends up seeing at the bowling alley and really screws with him. And they basically make a big plot how to trap this guy and extort him. And um, I'm not going to spoil this one. There's some twists in it and turns, and it really is captivating and stylistic, bro. Just everything about it. You can say the blowjob movie has good technique yes, and delivery enough to make me like <laughs> la- it. Really, God. other
2: not to relegate yeah. this fi- film to the blowjob movie. It sounds intense, but really I'm getting that blowjob movie. That I
1: watched this year was Tragedy Girls, and so I don't know. I would definitely give it like a, uh, if I was gonna be super harsh on it, like a four point five out of five. But in my heart of hearts, I would give it a five out of five.
2: I'll definitely give it a check out. Kenny, does that about some of your experience yeah, with Fire? I mean, pretty
0: much for the most part, uh, it was yeah, pretty much everything Kyle said.
2: It's a I five, say out, say it's five, a five for out, out of five. Okay,
0: but I mean, for me, I'd say it like maybe four point two. Ooh.
1: I <laughs> was getting so
0: spicy, <laughs> just because
1: like some of the characters I couldn't
0: get into. <laughs> I feel like the character development was. A little was a lacking little, uh, on
1: some people, yeah, yeah. We'll like say, I really got into the chick yeah, and the brother, why, but like other, like other than okay. that, yeah, that's why I give it a technical four point five out of five. But I was fucking too sucked into it. Got a full. Definitely heart worth sometimes. a check out. Plus, you'll get some good laughs. Like the the picture book she
0: had of all the penises. She <laughs> yes. Really, she, she
1: just draws every penis. Blew me sucked. over the top. I could
0: not <laughs> stop laughing, dude. Like they were realistic drawings. <laughs> Dude, the, like if you super bad and yes, you thought that yes, scene was funny was where like <laughs> they drew the monster cock, you're gonna get a laugh <laughs> yeah. out of this one. Like it's over the top. But yeah, <laughs> definitely check it out. It's it's worth it. So uh Gerard, onto your recommendation
1: of the week, yeah, man. Come on, you got something tasty for us. Watch anything good, play mm. anything good, read anything good.
2: Oh, the recommendation for the week. That is definitely one that I'm kind of torn on because I watched a couple of different things. Uh, I actually watch Food Wars Ooh, and so that was you know really, really, really good. What's
1: Correct. that? You watched the whole For thing? For all you
2: weaves out there. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, The First and Second Plate. I watched it dubbed because I'm filthy that way because oh, I'll wow. do things on the uh, side and watch it dubbed.
0: That's a show uh, I love, bro. bro. Kyle knows
1: that. I fucking love that show. you made the a good person watching it Dubbed. dubbed. <laughs>
2: I don't speak Japanese, so I can't be like, that's a good voice actor. <laughs> yeah. They can be the worst fucking voice actor alive. <laughs> and excuse my expletives, Kenny, because this is going to be hard to edit. <laughs> but uh. Uh, we, uh, nine minutes. 115 F bomb. But <laughs> yeah, it was good. Like, being a person who cooks and whatnot, it was definitely interesting to see, like, kind of like how I talked about it, Cells at Work, when we were doing our test run. Uh, how they'll bring up some of the, like, chemical natures and technical stuff about yes. certain chemicals that are food and that help, like, tenderize things and stuff like that. And it's neat to see that type of stuff. But the it's more for the aesthetic of the over-the-top, like, gasms yes. that people have. Oh, yeah, that's the because best part. Because it reminds me of Sweets, which I watched before this and technically, I believe, came out after. So a it was show. just to see, like, the like common places between the two series and the Japanese take on the food chasm to like,
0: uh, <laughs> Oh yeah. To, like, like the girls melting to, like, and like turning like their clothes coming it's off. like,
2: Was that just a sauce explosion come from the crotch of that man and woman? I don't know yeah. if I can handle crotch explosion right now. <laughs> <laughs> I try to show it to my sister, and you never realize how awkward that first episode is until you try to watch it with somebody else. And you're like, no, this is how the Japanese are. Yes. They watch explosions.
1: There's definitely uh, those classic (laughs) animes you gotta watch behind closed doors, like High School of the Dead. Uh, Correct.
2: You're like, oh, this is awkward. Uh, why would you ever try to show this to a female? Because I'm related to
1: her. <laughs> oh, that makes it worse. How is it worse?
0: we try and show her qu- quasar stigmas.
2: <laughs> Kenny's personal favorite quasar the stigma. <laughs> <laughs> guys have been watching too much off-brand anime or sword art online oh god don't (laughs) wish that upon don't even mention (laughs) yeah uh, don't mention that here
1: all right you know what uh talking about is a perfect way to segue into our main topics which the first one is bleach the live action version i love how you use
2: mentioning a segue as a segue (laughs) it's subtle a subtlety <laughs> is what we're about here at Chocolate Store. You know, we are 100% professional. <laughs> <laughs> we are
1: professional.
2: We are poor fashionable. Thank you very much. All right, we're going to talk about the bleach. Okay, real talk. I have tried to watch bleach three times and I've fallen asleep every oh, time. Oh, so it's really good and comforting and it just puts me at ease. Or I'm just way too sleepy when I try Gerard, to. Gerard, you it.
1: failed us. We give you a week to <laughs> watch
2: this. I know <laughs> this falls under the lines of us being professional, right here, guys. <laughs> I can tell you that I like the aesthetic of Ichigo. I found it hilarious. When, you know when he's like the little kid and he's sitting there, and it's like Ichigo. <laughs> yes. you're normal hair and then his mom gets ultra murdered and <laughs> then ultra murder <laughs> it's the name of the series bleach Bro, she it's because bleached. normal and then he got traumatized
1: and drama bleaches your hair I mean, What i dare to you. say she got Thank plus ultra murdered about bleach yes. <laughs> no but uh did you at least get to the part where he starts fighting the first hollow yeah, yeah, I did, did you notice the practical effect of that <laughs> of the whole I don't think Oh, bro, when that hollow eats Rukia, that is a uh, real hollow head. Oh, neat. <laughs> I know. I know, for the first time I watched it, I like I could just uh, really tell you could tell she was inside that freaking mouth, you know. I looked it up uh-huh. and looked into it and yeah, bro, these are real hollow head to make it. I don't know. It was great practical effects, reminiscence of the 80s and 90s in Hollywood, you know?
2: Yeah, that's true. I really do love it when they use practical effects and things. And it's really hit or miss when you're watching something that's being done for like Japanese television or something like that, because it can really start to look like some Power Rangers stuff (laughs) really easily. You watch the Mob Psycho live action, and that is not gentle and it is not your...
1: Bro, freaking Power Rangers has a hardcore
2: aesthetic of Grindhouse movies, bro. Correct. I was going to say, if you really were. In your live-action anime adaptations.
0: Just is what it is, man. It is what it is. Yeah, I definitely like
1: Bleach. I I thought it was was good. Oh, dude. It was freaking beautiful. Renji's sword at the end. Oh, my God, bro. You know he's one of my favorite characters in that series. I'm just like, I'm to the point where I'm not even excited about Bleach 2, but I'm excited about 3 when we go ahead and finally see Grim Jiao, bro. I want to see how they're going to do him in a live-action movie, and I'm really hoping they go like get to that part. Yeah, man. I mean, with the way
0: they pulled off the Zongpak down, shit, I'm really excited, because I have hope, man. Oh, dude, I'm just Like hoping... you said, the practical effects and stuff were like, insane in that movie. So, Dude, I'm just—it was like to one the, of the yeah. highest-grossing movies, too. You know, in Japan, so they're gonna definitely dive deep in it oh, and really invest. I, I
2: want to see them go to a Mundo. Japanese <laughs> cinema has gone up so greatly. Like Shingo Jira was amazing. Oh yeah. my god, when Shingo Jira! I just really want to, uh, yeah. Even uh, the live-action Kakiguri that they had on, uh, whatchamacallit, on Netflix, that they had for that gambling oh, anime. yes. Kakiguri.
1: I forgot they made that. And the live-action Mob Psycho. Actually...
2: The mo- I-, I watched the Mob Psycho. It was as good as you could expect for an adaptation of something of that effect.
1: Yeah, especially with, like, the uh, as low of a budget as you would have for television.
2: But Kaki Kuri, that was like able to translate super easily. So it actually was really, really good. good. The thing I that hurt me was like, uh, yeah, it's really worth it. Like the live action, watch the animated, then the live action. And you'll still be very satisfied about how like closely they do it. I know you guys are total weeps. and so will probably read the anime and tell me like you're wrong, David. It's worst adaptation the <laughs> No. the
1: It's not. It's not <laughs> Dragon Ball Evolution. Come on.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I try to look in those in different lights. You know, like I mean, I know there's those people that want them to be exact, but like it's never oh, going
1: to be that. Dude, you know, I got to be. Right?
2: facilitate people getting into the manga in my opinion. Like, that's why it's there. It's to make you go, oh, I wonder what the, the this is. It's like, yeah. Star Wars. And you're like, oh, lightsabers, cyber crystals. who oh, holotrons. who the rule of two. And then oh, midi Just, know, just kidding. <laughs> uh, All I'm saying
1: is, I actually, I actually really can't wait for Bleach 2 already. Like, I know it's probably no, gonna be a couple either. of years before we even see it, but like, a couple things I want to see. I want to see friggin' Ichigo release his sword because the whole time he just kept it in that like basic form. You know, he has through the first couple manga the first arc yeah. in the anime. Until before he, actually he goes releases. to the spirit world. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, before he meets the soul of his sword and it releases. And he gets his mask, too. That's going to be so well, sick. Well, that's later when he gets, starts hollow-forming. becomes a. Yeah. Like, oh, what are they called? Uh,
0: let me... One second. Let me... Just... I Boys. can't remember. I really can't remember. <laughs> yeah. It's been so
1: long. will, dude, I remember there was a... Chocolate sword. Got we're a... experts on every. Oh, uh, that's right. The good <laughs> ones were called Vizards.
0: It sounds like a
1: little Wayne project. Dude, man, the wizards were sick at the. The wizards were sick. They they were basically got so powerful they could form hollow masks. And then you had the opposite of them. Oh, God, which Grimjaw was a part of. And God, I'll never think of that name right now. But yeah, basically, with their hollows that became so powerful, they got more human forms. Yeah, and they got Zombunctos of their own and whatnot. Oh, it's gonna be interesting but, oh, for no. sure. What I want to see it's in two—it's gonna two be very interesting. Of, like a little thing I really can't wait to see in two is freaking Chad's giant arm, bro. Oh yeah, that's gonna be wrong too. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> dude, Chad's giant. I was really happy they showed Yuryu in it, bro. Even though he usually—he I don't think he showed up really till later in the manga and anime, but they threw him in right away in the beginning in this and. Phew, I actually loved it. They made his power look so sweet in it, bro. I think it's just cuz they want people to like
0: know the characters. Like you, they have to have the development quickly. You know what I mean? Oh, well, yeah. it's not like the show make- or, or the <laughs> manga where they can keep like actually develop these characters. They can't
1: make it <laughs> freaking you got, like, unlimited. Six hours to give yeah. you a connection whereas
2: they're like you got
1: 15 minutes, kid. <laughs> yeah, and you better yeah. not make it stupid. <laughs> exactly. They can't have an unlimited number of these movies either. It seems like the, the it three seems like they four. usually go by trilogies, so it's probably gonna be three. Yeah. If it's gonna follow, I don't like, know. if it's gonna follow like the path of Roroni Kenjin, you know. Even Gintama, <laughs> I think
0: they're doing the second one. Oh, maybe dude, three. Did you those. watch
1: the live action Gintama?
0: Yeah, I oh liked it, bro. God, I thought it was bro. really, it, it was hilarious. honestly really well, really like really well. It worked really well, dude. That like, that's another one that just translated immortal. crazy.
2: So. I'm definitely really excited to see more and more live actions coming out because with the bad, you do inevitably get the good, and it's always just really exciting when you get those little nuggets of, like, okay, this is good in a non-ironic way. (laughs) It's good because it's actually good.
1: Oh yeah, (sighs) When things are good in an ironic way, that's always a single watch. And we had the burners. We had the burners that fell through, like Death Note.
2: Oh, my yeah, God, don't get me. Full Metal Alchemist. Light Smith. Light okay. Smith. <laughs> I feel like the American Death Note that they did with Willem Dafoe was good to get, like, people who had never knew anything about the commercial property at all. And that's about it. Because they were like, oh, I wonder what this is about. I mean, I feel like they yeah. are yeah, really like not even get down.
1: much, though. Because, I mean... If they're not willing to watch anime before that, I doubt one thing's going to get them to watch it.
2: Well, my sister's not a huge anime fan, and she, like, gave it a shot because Willem Dafoe was Ryuk. I mean, you get William Dafoe, certain people are going to be like, Dafoe? Hmm, yeah, but did she like dive into, though. like,
1: watching the actual show? Or, like, going into reading the manga after that? Or did she just watch the American version and kind of left it at that?
2: She started slowly watching the, like, uh, the, not the manga. The anime. She don't watch yeah, she's watching the anime, and, like, she's slowly getting into that, but it's still one of those things to where it's, like, anime when she was growing up was very much a dude thing. It's, she's been, like, shounen.
1: Oh, come on. There you know, was
2: always... So much Dragon <laughs> there Ball There was all... Only much.
1: I mean, come on. There was always shojo, though. The Yugi, Sailor Moon.
2: Yeah, but, like, when you're hanging out with people that are showing it to you and it's all dudes, it's very rarely Sailor Moon or, like, card captors or something oh, like that. It's always... I would
1: always hook up the girls. Like, I would know that kind of start getting into anime with things like that. Because you just know that will captivate them more. Or, like, Ghibli movies, especially, like, uh, Kiki's delivery service and whatnot. How's Moving Castle?
2: Kyle, the perfect man, <laughs> getting everybody into anime. <laughs> if you didn't know this please. Kyle is cut and wants you to watch his movies. Hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, so, no, we're talking uh, about American. I was going to say, I want to say one
1: more quick thing about uh, your sister started so. watching the anime for Death Note, and that's. That actually showed me and Kenny, one of our favorite bands, back in the day. The second opening for for that show, What's Up People, by Maximum the Hormone, sent us spiraling down Japanese metal.
2: Man, it's so good. Like, that's the one awesome thing about watching anime, is occasionally you'll get a soundtrack where you're like, what is
1: this? Oh, dude, they're just, I don't even know, they spam genres, but alright. Like, Link,
2: Link to site for Death Note also was really, really good, because he did another one of them.
1: Oh, yes, I just wanted to drop a little Maximum the Hormone Love in there, for anybody that's heard the song before but didn't know the band's name. Okay, I like that, I like that. Go <laughs> listen
2: to more cultural music, people.
1: Yeah. Listen, to, okay. listen to music in other countries, especially Japan. <laughs> <laughs> all right, but now let's uh, let's go this American let's Vandal do this turd, burglar. To go. The turd Burglar, the turd burglar.
2: You, you make me grimace. <laughs> uh, it become
1: um, oh, uh, anyway. <laughs> First of all, I just let's gotta see. say it did not it did not fail for me. Like the first American Vandal really hit me out of like left field. I thought it would be all right. Ended up being amazing. This one was. In my opinion, just as good. I love this. Sus- oh, yeah. I love
2: the, the suspense of it. Are like like devout real crime television watchers. anybody who's watched like *Forensic Files* oh, or My yeah. uh, Mary or anything like that. Anything that's like docu series about somebody losing their shit and committing a crime is like the best.
1: Oh yeah
0: show is the best at replicating that in a fictional way i mean yeah it's that's what's good about it It was honestly
2: it was amazing (laughs)
1: like the whole time you know it's just a joke and you know it's a comedy blah 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 but you still somehow find yourself at the edge of your seat like trying to figure out who it is going through all the interviews and shit like listening to him like it's a real freaking docu-series about a serial killer or something. You know? <laughs> yeah, like,
0: you convince yourself it's real, even though you know it's not. Like, hey, mother, I think that's the best part.
2: Cat
1: poop.
2: He was cat poop in the baby Jesus calendar. No! <laughs> this is wrong! This is a sick, perverted maniac. <laughs> you're, like, hey, you're like, who would do this? Why?
1: I love the little, yeah. a little uh, cover up the teachers and the principal did too over the calendar. Yeah, right? the dean,
0: the dean covered like sent that uh, teacher on the vacation <laughs> yeah. to cover up for it. He ate the cat it was like poop. best day of my life, like on his, when he's on all his pro-
1: when he's all pressuring him with the questions. Did you eat the cat poop? Did you eat the cat poop? <laughs> he like pre- he like breaks down,
2: freaks <laughs> yeah. out.
0: Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was real good for sure, definitely. Dude,
1: it was it was.
0: I'm glad they got their their due and like Netflix cut them a check.
1: And like,
2: Man, like I really want, like I want to know what they're gonna do for the third. season.
1: Do you think we'll, oh, like, yeah. the third one? A you think they'll oh, go yeah. with the board?
2: As long as it's profitable, like, with second seasons being any good, I'm just gonna throw that out there. That's my personal opinion. It. People can disagree with me all they want, but I really do feel they like have this sophomore season um, Like the second season of uh, what you call it, like Daredevil, wasn't that great? Second season of Jessica Jones, wasn't
1: that great? Oh no, I loved it, like, in <laughs> the second se- second season of Daredevil oh, and Punisher plotline. Yeah, Punisher. Ah, uh, sorry guys. This is part two. Our recording got messed up. Part two into
0: the recording. We are oh back. I
1: hope I hope we, we could keep this up and we get to like episode fifty when it's actually running smooth and we look back and like, oh, what trash the first couple episodes were. Yeah.
2: We're Let's definitely hope. gonna
1: find and a better we're way. Back. We're definitely gonna find a better way than anchor to start doing this in the future, though, guys. So please just bear with us. It'll get good after like episode 20.
2: (laughs) But like I said before, no good second season on Netflix. Hot takes, spicy takes. Second season. I I call BS on
1: you. I call you BS on you. Little season two was definitely (sighs) kind of flamey, bro. Punisher Electra.
2: It was such a slow
1: burn. It was so rough to get through. It wasn't for me because it kept me captivated the whole time through it. Unlike. You know, I'll give Jessica Jones a kind of an up on it. The only one that really couldn't keep me during season two or even season one was fucking Iron Fist, bro. Like, I I watched three episodes of season two. I'm like, choreography's better. This guy still looks like he's crying the whole time. And it's kind of just bland. It's kind of Arrow season. It's a very,
2: it's very slow burn, like... Well, very it's very It's
1: like as I was telling Kenny, I still watch Arrow, and it's exactly Arrow season six, and just with
2: Iron Fist. Well, I feel like the it's a lot less like, "Eh, tell me the truth, romance, bleh. Well, yeah, it's a lot less that, part... and it still has. It still has, like, that yeah. aspect, but not as obnoxiously whole, as a lot of the DC shows are going on the CW. Oh, yeah, like,
1: the whole romance aspect's not there, but, I mean, like, it's literally just some guy from his past trying to come in, take everything from him, ruin his life, ruin him, and then leave with everything. So, that was the exact plot of season six of Arrow, too.
2: Correct, but that's the thing. It's always been with Danny Rand. They've always done, like... He ha- always had a rival in Kung Lun. Uh, and yeah. seeing a couple of different iterations, I'm not familiar with the one that they were doing. I've seen the one that they randomly did that like one or two times, where uh, it the guy turned out to be Scorpion for whatever universe they were in, and it was like, ooh, he used Scorpion Kung Fu instead of being like some giant half robot Scorpion. Nah, that's actually laser cool, button. but. <laughs> Effer. <laughs> I can't lie. It's
1: kind of cool, but yeah. But,
2: uh, like it's it's Iron Fist. Like, it's just a he's game. always been it better with Luke me. Cage, in my opinion. Like,
1: he is the character
2: more dynamic that way when it's the hero for hires versus like singularly, in my opinion.
1: Uh, ten out of ten. You're right. He's definitely better. Like in uh, what was it, season two of Luke Cage when he was around for a little bit that was looking real good
2: yeah that was like a fangirl moment for me i was like ee! yeah see but yeah it definitely
1: played a lot better than when he punched luke cage's hand and it like fucking created that shockwave throughout the whole building that was pretty cool
2: I can't lie. And you're just but, uh, like,
1: Fastball Special!
2: I don't know what you call that.
1: Patty Cake Deluxe! I'll take weird notice of something. You notice how uh, he's the only one out of all the shows they don't show him really boning down a chick.
2: Truth. But he's super monogamous with his lady. Danny Rand, <laughs> the classiest did? of Marvel. No way, because in like, the second episode, she like hopped
1: on him like they was about to do it, and they just cut the scene. And I was like, dang, Luke Cage. They full-on <laughs> full- showed him freaking like destroying Rosia, fucking Dawson, bro. You know?
2: Apparently <laughs> nobody wants to see the Knights of Flower being ladies. We already <laughs> saw his wiener be all floppy on Game of Thrones. Oh, nobody wants to see it now uh, call it in Iron Fist. Nobody wants the Iron Dong sorry <laughs> hot. <take>. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'll argue that Daredevil season 2 is definitely good I bet you anything Punisher season 2 is going to be real good
2: I like yeah. Punisher season 1 but like I said it's like really hard to expect a good second season
1: is like, it or maybe it your really, expectations really of a second season I don't know well we, we got Daredevil third season next so we'll see what happens with that. what if third season better than first
2: They they can sometimes pull out a third season being better than a second season, but it's for whatever reason they get a sophomore slump and they always, it's always because they like double down on some stupid romance storyline or something that's like super trivial, super, super trivial. You just really hate romance. I do are you well, projecting
1: Gerard? <laughs>
2: maybe, maybe I am, maybe I'm just a bitter bastard, or maybe I'm just tired of like the same hackneyed love story retold seven eh, times. That's always
1: happening in freaking comic books so I can see it coming into
2: fruition in the shows also. I really just want to see that. I get Kirk it. Clark K. Kent needs to end up with Lois Lane. I'm never going to argue against that or anything like that. Oh. But still, oh. I don't need like nine, 90 episodes about their relationship issues, about how Clark Kent's not being honest all the time because he wears glasses and everybody is like, oh, that couldn't possibly be uh, Clark Kent flying around. Like, she's I like, mean, how does nobody see it? Yeah. How? The one
1: thing I do want to say is the romance I really want to see in it is uh, Luke Cage's and Jessica's finally coming to fruition once again. Do you think they'll do that? Oh, come on. They got to. They got to give it to us, bro. They end up getting married. Like, they got to give it to us. They already, started, they already started the relationship. They went into flirting and defenders, bro. I think that's going to kind of reignite this whole thing.
2: I don't know. I just do not know if they're going to do it. Bro, if I don't get a Luke Cage Jessica wedding episode... I'm a, Are you demanding a wedding episode, you girl? Ah, yeah. <laughs> we already saw what happened on Flash with that shit. We don't oh want God. that to happen. <laughs> oh Where we they just kind of like tacked on. They're like, "Fuck." They're like, "Fuck it." We'll get married too. We'll get and I use the, the F bomb again? I'm sorry, Kenny. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, whatever. But, Spoilers: yeah.
2: Flash gets married. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. Just it. I feel like I really couldn't get into any of those shows, truly. Like, the only one I did was Daredevil and Punisher. Like, Luke Cage, I watched, and I liked it better than all the others, but like, yeah, the, it's just kind of Daredevil and Punisher are definitely
1: kind of the best. Like, uh, I'm with I Gerard. They if they did Heroes of Hire or
0: some shit, way. like, if they did that, or like, just something I mean, different. Yeah, that's Like, Defenders was decent, but it just, like, the storyline was kind of not there. Like, if they, like, the whole hand thing, fighting that for, like, what felt like five seasons of just really all these different They really should Cage,
1: Iron Fist, and then show and mixed them all into one.
2: Yeah. And it's really difficult because they're trying to do it, like, street level so you can't do the same that's stuff one as thing the movie. I do, and know, that's like, one thing uh, I do actually
1: cruel. like, though. I do like that is more like street level superheroes and, you know, universe level superheroes. I do too,
0: but they don't do it well in my opinion. Like it's almost like they try to make it too realistic. Like my favorite episodes of like any of those type of shows would be like the ones of Flash that are like Gorilla Grad. Or like the fucking like crazy ass episodes that are just like out of the box. Like (laughs) the trickster, like shit like that. Like shit that you felt like you were watching a comic book. Are
1: you
0: are you
2: just not happy that like Marvel's trying to do the wire? for
0: superheroes. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that's how it feels. Like It's almost like they're like, oh, we're going to have some realism to our shit too because you guys were, like that's what everybody thinks DC is, you know, like everybody's like, oh, it's just more realistic or more dark. I was going to say, like, one so of those
1: three level it's, shows it's, that it's, I, like, we're going
0: to do it, we're going to go so dark and realistic that like our villains are our villains but they're not really our villains, you know, like, like, she just didn't feel like a villain to me at all. What the, are it's just,
1: it doesn't feel realistic, bro. And like, I would like to see, like, a Howling Commando show, though. That would be cool.
2: Like, which one, though? Like, uh, Nick Fury? Lady. No, no, not
1: or Nick Fury, like, but when they, the Monsters. The Monsters. Yeah, the before, monsters. yeah.
2: They didn't really even do that many of the Howling Commando comics, I don't think. Like, I mean, there's was a few limited
0: runs, series, But, yeah. I don't
2: know how it's long like long an long. annual Ever so often, they'll do it for the holiday. No,
1: they recently, a couple years ago, they came out with a full run of it. Was it a full run, or was it like an eight episode? No, it was a monthly run.
2: Yeah, I think
0: it got to like 50 issues or something. It was a monthly
1: run. Let's see. Uh, I guess fine. Yeah, it was a monthly run, though. I was picking it up at the time it was coming out. It looks like it did only come out for a year, though.
2: What year? What year was 2015
1: it? 2015 to 2016, good sir. Ooh, I have to look that
2: up.
1: <laughs> yes, and dude, dude it was good. I was I was really enjoying it, bro. I can't lie, and it's something I would like to see done well on like TV. Just like it.
2: Make that a live action Marvel. This movie. actually makes
1: a good segue Go for, for me. This makes a good segue for me because. Uh, Another little comic book that they're redo or that they're doing for TV, which recently was a rebooted rebo- book, is Sabrina. Ooh, and specifically uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina, which oh my god, bro! I just finished it today, and it is amazing. If they do the show anything like that comic, bro, it's over. Game over. It's gonna be yeah, one of the shit. best. It's gonna be one of the best comic book shows out there. From but what I've seen, it, it looks a lot like it. So,
2: like, <laughs> but that's nothing like the Sabrina from my childhood. And they're talking about like the live action show. Yeah, the but animated- like,
1: Sabrina really came out in Archie comics like a very long right. time ago. And I mean, it was hokey and campy, kind of like the show. And I won't lie, I was a big fan of the Sabrina show as a kid, and like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Yeah. I also like the movie. She did some pretty
2: messed up, ever so often to Harvey,
1: you're like, yes. man, poor Harvey,
2: he gets screwed around with a but lot. Dude, this
1: reboot where they're bringing it to like a darker sense of doing, of, you know, doing everything, they did, they did it all really good, bro. Like, I mean, it's very familiar in aspects, like Hilda and Zelda and her dad and. The witches council and everything's familiar, but like brought this to a more satanic level.
2: <laughs> yeah, they've done that before, from what I understand. This is like the like they did for time they've done like dark, gritty Sabrina because Sabrina's been around for what, like forty five years or something like that. Since as since
1: the sixties,
2: yeah. So like an intensely long amount of time. So they've done just about everything.
1: You could oh, probably yeah. want and to I do mean... with the character. Also, adding the aspect, because, you know, in Archie Afterlife, Betty and Veronica become witches under a coven with Miss Grundy, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, like, them adding in, like, the storyline of Betty and Veronica with Sabrina is amazing, bro. It's simply amazing. Everything they do with the Like, if you're into, like, kind of witchy occult stuff, this is definitely a comic book for you and a show for you.
2: I will definitely check that out. I've definitely been interested, especially with like the new like revival in the TV series and stuff like that. Uh, and I mean, it was a, always a big dork for the show. I mean, as like they a way had, to like, like as the a best way soundtrack,
1: as a way to compare it to where they make it feel familiar but more dark is like Salem's still in it, you know. But instead of just, like, trying to take over the world as a dictator, he really was trying to raise the four horsemen of the apocalypse and recreate the Book of Revelations and his words.
2: Because, apparently, he was just all about them Jesus words. <laughs> yes.
1: But it's, like, weird because they're doing this, like, deeply satanic, like, what you would perceive as evil stuff, but at the same time, like... Uh, they're, get it. they're at <laughs> the same time they're like real people like you actually like I don't know like they're super <laughs> they're relatable relations. and they're evil yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, exact, it's like they're evil but not like there's really a gray area and everything um, I mean there's a big twist in it that freaking blew my mind just reading the first five issues of it and definitely got me hooked bro definitely got me hooked I'll I want to definitely getting, check that out I'll I can't wait for the, the first volume to get put out. This whole like Archie horror brand of comics is amazing, bro. Just bringing something so hokey and campy into like a horror level, which I mean, they kind of did before with uh, what was it, Archie's Mysteries? Dark here, mysteries. That cart- yeah. yeah, Archie's yeah. Mysteries. That cartoon was amazing. I always loved it as a kid, oh, and yeah, I think I that's so, kind I of mean, where my the love Punisher for those is.
2: Where he technically, like, you're pretty sure Archie dies. Like at one point, there is yes. a universe where Archie's like doppelgangers running around as Archie still, and occasionally oh, yeah. he's like looking in a mirror and it's not Archie looking back, and you're like, Boo! Boo! <laughs> yeah.
1: or I mean, an Archie afterlife, where Betty and Veronica bring him back from the dead, the whole <laughs> beginning of their witchness, and it's funny I Cater- mean, how
2: good of a dude do you have to be that some chicks are like, yo. Can you bring this guy back?
1: bro they formed joined a coven made a deal with Satan became brides of Satan or handmaidens of Satan as he calls them quote unquote and in like at the same time they're learning to become stronger more powerful witches so they could figure out who gets Archie <laughs> <laughs> Battle to the death for Archie. Zap. <laughs> it still all comes down to that, bro. But yeah, if you want, I mean, it definitely has like the feel of Sabrina, but it's not Sabrina, you know. It's amazing. I oh, don't know. It's great.
2: Sabrina, Give it a strong
1: recommendation.
2: Independent thing now, instead of that, like, gee, golly, gosh, I'm just gonna put a love spell on Harvey and let him be roofied. Come yeah. <laughs> I mean, she still does that. (laughs) (laughs) The roofies are still happening. It's ever prevalent. She's still
1: into that, but yeah, I give it a strong recommendation. Then we can go into Kenny's little what he's been reading lately too.
2: Yeah, Kenny, tell us about it. Give us some dirty deets.
1: I want to hear
0: about that. I picked up Doctor Stone. (laughs) Came out uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, The the new Shonen Jump it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but basically uh dr stone is uh the concept is like uh this schooler this uh high schooler's like chilling with this girl he likes and he's about to like tell her he loves her for the first time it's something he's wanted to do for like years and uh all of a sudden like they're just chilling outside by this tree they call a the tree of life and uh like a bird falls from the sky and it's stone, all stone. And they're like, what? And they're like freaking out because they're like, whoa, the detail on this is like amazing. What the hell is this? Who carved this? And then all of a sudden, like this big blast goes off and everybody just basically turns to stone, like standing, doing whatever they're doing. And fucking this guy's like conscience. He's He's still there while he's stone basically and fucking he's like what the hell just happened like i'm not gonna die like this freaking out and it cuts in like it's been basically over a thousand years that they've been preserved like this and he's still awake conscious and fucking he somehow the uses his sweat and like pure fucking like willpower and shit to like break out to crack his shit and basically break out uh, and he oh, fucking thinks, yeah.
1: Yeah, Dude, he basically. He the power of a thousand.
0: <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, you know the whole animatropes. Like, he's in love. He's fucking not going to die. Like, he wants to save his love and shit. So, like, it's keeping him going. And he basically busts out and's like, seeing everybody's stone. He's like, what the hell's happened? And he ends up, like, stumbling across the tree, finding the girl he loves, and she's, like, fully intact like, not broken or anything, and he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to save you. And he sees, like, this... uh He sees something carved in the tree, and it says, like, come this way, uh you big doof, or whatever. And basically, he ends up stumbling into, like, one of his best friends that he went to high school with. He broke out, too. And he's, like, this super genius. He's almost like Albert Einstein of, like, the school. And fucking... He basically like figured out how long they've been there because he counted by his bowel movements, like the te- the ticks and shit of like how long. Uh, like I don't, know. this guy's insanely smart. <laughs> so counting he, like,
1: days, I watched it. I read the first couple of chapters too. <laughs> yeah.
2: his in stone yeah, poops. Wait, where does wait does that power the stone? And your own poops fueling the stone magic? Like where <laughs> to go? I have so many questions <laughs> yeah. about the poops now. Oh my oh, god. No. <laughs> yeah
0: this i don't know I, I didn't even think about it like that but but basically yeah so like he counted he basically has this whole plan that he devises that like the two of them are gonna save humanity and they're gonna like work to fucking basically you know repopulate and figure out how to get everybody out of stone and shit and like it's just that's the whole like
1: rebuild world
2: sounds like blue gender but with more
1: stone what is it he like he like recited the years it took to build or for the world to form he was like it took whatever you know five billion years for the world to come to this point we're gonna do it in less than five years you know yeah
0: Yeah. and he's like basically devised a whole way to like
1: (laughs) fix everything yeah yeah Remake out agriculture,
2: freaking economy, cities. Like, man, it's like, hey, to be glad to be a sweaty motherfucker, right? You're just <laughs> like- <laughs> turned to stone, but thank God your sweaty, clammy ass is who you are because it just fluffs right off you eventually oh, after a yeah. thousand years stay <laughs> in your <laughs> stone cocoon of poop doom. I definitely
1: foresee some troubles in their future too, because I'm guessing everybody didn't turn to a stone by random coincidence, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: there's definitely something going on, like mm. deeper, in and we'll figure that out. You yeah, know, they ended up bra- figuring out how to break the stone. As uh, of now, so it's I mean, only one volume's out, but
1: it's definitely pretty different than know. most shonen anime or shonen manga you would read too. Oh, yeah, it's it's a lot It's different. not your I classic hero low. trope, more of like, a, I don't know what to put it as,
0: adventure comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's definitely adventure comedy up that, like, because, I mean, it's not, you know, there's no, like, hardcore fighting in it, and it's not, like, yeah, like you said, normal shounen. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, it's not so
0: much, but, like, their normal stuff. But yeah, definitely worth a check out. I mean, the next
1: uh, issue comes out. There's only going to be seven. I and mean, it comes. Out, check bizmedia uh, dot com, too, 'cause because they used to have some chapters on there for free. You might still be able to catch those and see if it's something you'll like. While sure. you're at it, look up My Hero Academia Vigilantes too. So they got some free yeah. chapters of that on there, and that first volume just dropped as well. Oh my god, dude!
2: It's a. I it would. Oh, so you're a vigilante? Can you technically qualify yourself as a hobbyist? You're like, no, no, this is my hero, hobbyist. I just do this on the weekends, you know, with my friends, I just drink beers and like safety. On, no, dude, it's good.
1: the vigilantes come into play because you know, in my hero academia, I don't know if you watch it, but they have very strict rules of how to be a hero. You have to get a license. Only so many people get them. Um, blah blah blah. And the vigilantes are kind of more like working between the lines, still doing the work that needs to be done. But, I mean, the main guy in it, Knuckle Duster, he's a a freaking beast. (laughs) (laughs) He is a beast. I I would dare to say, like, it's hard because it's so much different. But, like, I would almost dare to say it's more entertaining than My Hero Academia itself. That, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. And I was like, gonna say I'd say he's more badass than All Might, which is hard yeah, to well, beat. Knuckle Duster is basically <laughs> the Batman to All Might Superman. Yeah, and that's why I think definitely in the future they're gonna have to mix the two. They gotta like come face to face or something.
0: I don't know if they're gonna do that or if they're just gonna come out and I honestly, truly feel they're gonna just make it a whole its own show. It's a whole entity. Dude, if they make it so
1: its own show. That's going to be one of the rare animes that I'll watch even though I read the manga.
2: I mean, that's something I liked about, like, that show and the, uh, uh that one other show I told you guys I was watching, Tiger and Bunny, where, like, oh, yes. in Tiger and Bunny, you're like, ooh, they're corporatizing being a superhero. Yeah.
1: That's kind of what One Punch Man does, too. Correct, and I'm like, why?
2: Why are we corporatizing superheroes? This Dude, just think—that's what they would. That's probably the what Coke they would brothers. do if superheroes were real, bro. Oh, that's terrifying. I'm
1: really glad like superheroes the, aren't real. The government would definitely take I'm control, regulation, and then they'd be more like a faction, like the police or military, you know, type ordeal. Have a third-party company that does the dealings of them.
2: Uh, this superhero works on the behalf of Senator Schmushmopoli. Yeah. Just he, like ah. he starts smear campaigning as he's saving people. <laughs> I, I just imagine it being like Phoenix Wright, hooker, <laughs> just pointing at a watchman, at another senator, just like ooh, that's what Phoenix.
1: Phoenix Wright's the Harvey Birdman of anime.
2: <laughs> man, though, I will say that the anime that they have on uh, Crunchyroll and VRV for Phoenix Wright is actually a lot of fun. Like, if you want to oh, see it, now the Phoenix Wright live-action and, like, uh, adaptation is actually pretty good. And it has some of the most accurate anime hair I've ever seen in a live-action film. I'm not just saying that it's good. I'm just saying that his hair
1: is very accurate. Ooh, I didn't even know they made a live-action Phoenix Bray. Right?
2: They did. Look it up. Go find it. It's I, worth I am going to. This sounds amazing. Oh, it's always worth it. I just want to yell objection every day of my life. <laughs> objection! Yes! Do you want pickles with that? Objection! Oh, hell yeah. Sir, do you want to donate to these uh, dying children? Objection!
1: <laughs> oh Lord.
2: Oh lord.
1: <laughs> oh yes. But uh, do you guys watch anything else? Do anything else this week worth mentioning?
2: Ooh, there's been a lot of like really neat stuff coming out for like tabletop games and whatnot. Uh that's some um, stuff that I've been really, really into. Like there's this game that came out recently that I totally want to give a shout out to, uh called Oh, why did I just forget the name of the game? This is awful. Oh no! It's called Weave. I'm so sorry. It's called Weave. (laughs) Oh, that was about to be bad. Uh, but like, it's called Weave. It's a deck game, and it uses like your smartphones and stuff like that to like communicate the like experience. So you can use like quick play actions and stuff like that. It'll pop up on everybody else's screen. It helps you like. Figure out some of the math and stuff because it uses uh symbol dice and uh, a deck of cards to like determine like how encounters come out, and they have like a bunch of modules that you can work with because it can be a little bit difficult. You know, sounds like That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you can go on VRV and check out the Weave Society, they have some uh, like about I want to say five very, very funny women from the Nerdist playing on that channel and playing Weave, and they have some really good storylines and modules, and they actually are just about to release uh, Weave Advance, or they just did, which is a whole new upgrade to the app that's actually using the deck of cards. It's like 50 bucks for the whole game, but it seems super, super worth it God. because of like the digital integrated technology aspect. It's kind of like a hybrid like tabletop slash like tablet game, which is something that we're going to be seeing more of the further you we pl- get into. The I was going
1: to ask, you play a lot of tabletop games
2: here and there. Like, I definitely like playing card games, and I play like D anD D with some friends on the regular and stuff. Yeah. like oh, that. Oh, dude, that's something I've and always wanted to get into. It's a lot of fun. It really, really is. Uh, it's nerd bowling. <laughs> it's, it it's playing annoying. pretend with rules. It's being able to look at your friends and go, "You're playing pretend wrong."
1: <laughs> Me and Kenny tried to get a game started once, but we couldn't really find anyone to play with us. I think I even still have his freaking book. <laughs> his rule book from, like, the 80s. Probably did.
2: Like, It's all about finding a decent DM. Because even finding a bad DM, you can have a lot of fun because not inherently maybe using all the rules of D&D. There are several other systems out there like Savage Worlds, Fate, uh, like I said, Weave. There's like so many different types of tabletop. There's even variations of like some of your favorite video games like Mass Effect and uh, uh, Demon Souls and stuff like that to where you I've can ever- just get it. Okay. Like, there's several different ones that you can get that are, like, way fun. Fate's really fun because it's kind of super math-oriented. It uses these dice called fudge dice, which have, like, X's and dashes. And then you kind of, like, figure out how things go based off of, like, how many X's or how many dashes that you have and how many just, like, blank spots. So that's really fun because it's less about the math. Because sometimes when you're doing a role-playing game, if you're stopping for, like, 25 minutes to figure out how, like, eight dice that are d10s added up like it can ruin the flow of a game a little uh, bit
1: yeah i can see it takes you out of the world a little bit so you kind of
2: you're like okay do to that falter. Math, and everybody groans because nobody wants to do the math but you're like the spell's gonna wreck but i don't want to have to count it out you gotta <laughs> get one real good math geek in your teeth. correct and for us that's our buddy tyler Tyler is a savant of math. It is amazing. Oh, I'm so awful at math. He'll be like, we'll have like nine million numbers and he'll add them all up. And I'm just like, what is wrong with you? He could be half asleep and I've seen him do it. Yes. Shout out to Tyler, our math genius of D&D. He keeps the games going most days. (laughs) Yes. He is the dungeon master. Yeah, uh, and I guess I was gonna like tell some people about like a drink recipe and whatnot in this particular episode. And it's really, really good. I actually learned this particular recipe uh when I was in culinary school from a guy who was a Mexican immigrant and all you do is it's really, really simple and super refreshing is you get uh you get red wine and then you get about maybe two cups of ice, you get a quarter cup of uh granulated sugar and then you get strawberries i want to say about two cups of strawberries Uh and then you're going to use maybe like one or two strawberry tops and uh the thing is the strawberry leaves are actually used in tea and a few other things and you actually is a pretty underutilized spice because if anybody's ever like tasted the top of a strawberry leaf it has a very unique almost like menthol quality to it Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a very fresh, sharp flavor. So what you do is you just put all these ingredients in a blender, and you blend it up daiquiri style, and it's, like, one of the best chilled drinks that you can drink out there. Like, it's very fun, very good, like, late summer dish. So going into, like, the next couple of weeks, where we're going to be in the death throes of summer, where it's trying to, like, get into fall, it's a good, like, red wine, chill out, hang out. Sit in the back porch with a cup of it, I was and going to say, like,
1: "Give something. you boys, give you boys a little something to sip on when you're sitting by the pool, trying to become bronze for the fall."
2: Correct, exactly. It's it's super good, and it's something that's easily enjoyable by people who aren't necessarily alcohol people. But then again, you put yeah. a quarter of a cup of sugar in anything, anybody's going to suck it down. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: ain't that the damn truth?
2: Correct, but like it's super refreshing and the strawberry tops do make all the difference in this particular recipe. You might be like, I'm just probably going to admit that. And I get it. You want to admit it, but it actually does have a decent flavor. And you can look it up. You can consume them. You just don't want to consume a metric ton of them because, like, if you get a bunch of rotten ones, it can create, like, arsenic gas or something like that. But, like, but that has to be, like, a super, like, Ton of like strawberry leaf in a rotting pile yeah. to create that gas. It's nothing you have to worry about
1: eating a couple. Uh, of them basically, how like tomato leaves, leaves are nightshade, but you would have to eat like a
2: freaking metric shit ton of them to have it uh, do well, anything. Depending, because like depending on the potency of the plant, it can put you in the dirt. Like uh, <laughs> that's why in Hamlet, they like thought King Claudius, uh, or not, uh, not King Claudius, the king. Uh, died from tomato poisoning, but it turns out his, his uncle like stabbed him or something. Uncle yes. as- he blamed Die. it on the tomato. The tomato, oh, he was poisoned. Correct.
1: Like, oh. <laughs> right. He was so poison.
2: He Look was so poisoned.
1: His chest blade exploded blade. in a knife wound. <laughs> That's, <correct. laughs> That's some uh, real hardcore arsenic poisoning right there. Correct. Exactly. They also oh, got different God, types God. of nightshade dude, that don't really mess you up in, like, one little leaf variation. That really cool, what is it, the talk, like, the poisonous garden or something over in England. I don't know if you ever seen anything about that, but I believe they have that kind of plant in there. That specific plant.
2: That's but, just a uh, garden for working people just like, no, no, this is a murder garden.
1: <laughs> Get <all murder> <laughs> Dude, have you ever seen the pictures of it it's freaking beautiful <laughs>
2: yeah that's because it's, it's crazy. deadly if exactly. it's deadly it's the probably more, beautiful out
1: there. <laughs> <laughs> i mean talking about something a little spoopy like that will bring us into the next the following couple of weeks we're getting in uh, october wow i really stuttered on that <laughs> We are getting into October basically and we're gonna start doing some more horror themed stuff.
2: We got yeah, we are huge horror fans here at Chocolate Swordfish. Ooh, baby So we're Especially gonna go into... big Halloween fans. Oh yeah. Like the Halloween movies. We're gonna go into a few different things. The
1: Halloween things here movies, and there. the Halloween holiday. I mean Sam Hain is on us, bro.
2: <laughs> yes, dress up, hide your faces from demons, put out sweets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. First, <laughs> but, like, it's... Enjoy it. Like, enjoy the excuse to suck down candy like a fat ass. Oh, Let's really get where Wear fucking pants and suck down candy. My favorite part <laughs> about
1: October is it's like the one month out of the year, I don't know, has like a magical quality about it. You feel like anything could happen. feel like there's something spook in the air.
2: Inadvertently, all spooky. the... Girls start dressing like Han Solo. That's like an entire month. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez! <laughs> everywhere, it's
0: Han
1: Solo season. Yes, but hopefully uh, soon, later in the month, we're gonna all try to go see Halloween before the end of the month, obviously. And we're gonna do a whole episode dedicated to that episode dedicated just to horror movies we love. Maybe do. Uh... Saying,
2: let's, I said let's do five. Let's do seven. Kyle is intimidated by this challenge. By the way, that's why I'm bringing it up now, so I can put him on the spot. Intimidated. movies. Seven. But, but <laughs> seven movies. It's because him and Kennedy have been lifelong friends forever. So they are the same person. They are fused. They are the <laughs> fused industry. to the end. They're connected by the Yangs, people. <laughs> ah, I wouldn't say intimidated.
1: I just want to bring it about more naturally. But we'll talk about we'll we'll get exactly what we're gonna do down later. I think we'll do that episode probably next week. 11 teen movies,
2: 12, 270. It's the Halloween 217 movie list. People, we're doing this. 20. We're doing 20. 20, 20. Oh, all right, all
1: right. First one, 20. Fifty Shades of Grey. Second one, Sixty Shades <laughs> of Grey. <laughs>
2: keep saying numbers in the word gray nobody's corrected me god dude
1: if i could give one close out recommendation it's a book me it's a book series me and kenny started reading a while ago we both kind of slacked on it read the first one so i gotta pick up the other two speaking of gray though there is a book series that came out not too long ago a fantasy one called a darker shade of magic and I know it's everybody <coughs> makes the damn joke about uh, Fifty Shades of Grey, but God, dude, if you like fantasy books at all, read it. It's all about different worlds, magicians, wizards, and all the good stuff in between. And the guy's jacket,
0: the guy's jacket, is
1: the guy's jacket is insane. For every world he goes to, he flips it inside out to get to the right jacket for the world, so he won't go unnoticed. Yeah.
2: Crazy, every definitely. Is that is what the guy? It's like Cody. Yeah. <laughs> Just like he looks like he's gonna flash somebody everywhere. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that guy over there. We don't want to look at the pervert in the coat. What's he doing
1: with his jacket? Oh, he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> every time they name me I wear nothing under the jacket though. No.
2: <laughs>
1: it's, no, it's it's really cool dude it's about a special kind of magician I think they were wizards yeah a special kind of wizard and called a blood or no it was magician a blood magician who basically there's only a few of their kind and they're messengers in between the world's kings I'll
2: give you a check out I don't normally read this fantasy stuff with your wizards and your demigorgans and your beholders and whatnot, I'm but tellin- I'll give it a shot. <laughs> I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm fantasy's the here. best.
0: Demi- <laughs> I
1: mean, now that Sweet. we're wrapping up, I'll just say, I'm sorry, guys. I know this is kind of rough. It's our first couple podcasts. We're trying to really get this more honed down, better outlines and everything to bring you guys more Not quality.
2: We don't apologize to nobody for nothing. You
0: that
1: shut your dirty. Mouth. You shut your dirty mouth, Gerard. You shut with it With that,
0: I recommend the movie Teeth.
1: No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 It's a movie that will uh, haunt your nightmares through, all throughout your teenage years. <laughs> it's a movie that will make you want to go the to the dentist.
2: Find your like new wave beliefs. <laughs> it's like, yes, give every lady teeth in the vagina area.
1: I mean, it That's will boost I the believe. economy with the new ah! job of gynecologist dentist. Venchitis. <laughs>
2: so...
0: uh, yes, That's when but... they get a disease. But boys, uh, real talk. We will be neck
1: and we'll be strong. We'll be we'll be back. We'll we'll be stronger stronger for episode two. Hopefully this one gets published. Anchor, don't screw us on this one. We love you. And good night, boys. From the chocolate swordfish podcast. Peace,
0: grease, and chicken wings.